Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. How's it going? Hey, Laura. How are you? Doing pretty good. So today we're just, we're kind of allowing ourselves a little break from recording over the holidays. We're recording this episode a little early. So we'll be back in the new year with all the pup dates and Mr. Marvelous updates and pop culture, all that other random stuff we talk about um, in the new year. But today we're going to be having a little bit of a special guest. So before we introduce our guest, I want to wish Laura a happy belated birthday by the time this episode airs. I think it'll be a day after your birthday. Wait, so happy birthday. My birthday is on Tuesday. So yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm now officially birthday, 37. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> but, uh, happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. So yeah, we have a special guest returning today. One of our good friends who left us to head out to Texas. Uh, gosh, what has it been? Six months ago already? No, it can't be in that long. I don't know, but um, she's returning to the podcast this week. She is the queen of motivation. She is the ultimate goal boss, and we're really excited to welcome her back on. Please welcome back Taylor from Taylor Made Tasty. Yay! Hi, Hi Taylor. Welcome. Hi, Thank you for having me. It we feels like an eternity. Miss our friend so much. <laughs> I know it had August first. We uh. We took the trek or started it, yeah, and had no idea what was in our future, but uh, it has been so long, I know. It's been so long. It's so crazy that the last time we recorded with you was before a girls' night at my house, and before we recorded, you weren't ready to share with everybody yet. You still had people on your list in real life you needed to share with before sharing with everybody else, but you had told Laura and I that night that you guys were moving to Texas and we were like, how are we supposed to record right now? I know. <laughs> I know that was crazy. What That was a holiday weekend, wasn't it? Was it? Was it like Memorial Day or something maybe? Oh, maybe. Cause I was going to say it was a long time ago. I feel like you've already been gone forever, Taylor. So when you say Hi. it was only August 1st, I was like, oh, it, I guess hasn't been that long, but I feel like it's been an eternity. Yeah, so I do remember telling you all that night and like a little bit nervous and I was unsure of what that was going to mean or look like. And so, yeah, telling everybody over time was definitely scary, but it's been yes. <laughs> and I remember when you told us we were like so sad, but like so happy for you at the same time. And then just like watching your adventures and you're moving everything since it's just been like, oh my God, I'm so happy for them. Like you guys, first of all, I don't know if that city's on the map or not. I personally had never heard about it until you, but I'm like, I feel like you're kind of putting it on the map. So <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Um, I will say living here now, it is very touristy, but specifically in the summer, you know, Texas summers are <laughs> extraordinarily hot and humid and there's tons of water sports type things, tubing, lakes, rivers, whatever out here. So it's very, uh, very popular in the summer. And then there's also a water park that's fairly famous called Schlitterbahn. So Ooh, people like Litterbahn. all over to come to New Braunfels. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, so. Sounds so okay, I guess. It's a German I, mouthful. <laughs> I guess you should tell people where it is in Texas you moved, the name of the city, and then maybe just give a little bit of like 
How did you find, why did you move to Texas? What brought you guys to Texas? How did you find where you live now? Like, how did you pick that city? And then maybe share a little bit for anybody that doesn't follow you yet or missed the move, kind of like a brief version of the craziness of your move. Totally. Okay. So we honeymooned in 2020 and we drove all over the place. We were gone for two weeks, right? And we were road tripping like Arizona, Utah, and every place we'd go, I'm like, oh, I could see myself living here. And that's the kind of traveler I am. So I'm like, I remember the first time we went to Austin, we were like, oh, we could totally see ourselves living here because there's definitely this cool mixture of city life, but also greenery. And we hiked when we were there and things like that. So as we were driving around on the honeymoon, we were like, really, where could we see ourselves? And California was not coming up on the map. And that's really stemming from a very financial piece that you can just live a bigger life somewhere else, uh, potentially. Right. And that is a right. choice that we wanted to make. And so, uh, we were actually initially something drew us towards San Antonio. And then one of my mom's clients actually was saying, Hey, you should check out this cute town near San Antonio. So we are in New Braunfels, which is technically hill country, which a lot of people say Love is like country. the best part of Texas because yep. you just get like the greenery and the lakes and the rivers. And you do get a bit of that small town feel, but you still have, you know, Target and Walmart and they're down the <laughs> They're a little further than I'm used to. And I'm 30 minutes away from a Trader Joe's now, which is not okay. But um, you make sacrifices. So yeah, New Braunfels is basically an hour south of Austin and 30 to 40 minutes north of San Antonio. So we're like sandwiched in between them. It's kind of perfect. Yeah, it is pretty perfect. So you you have your new city, but then you're also like, it's just like from where we used to live or we, I still live here, but being in Orange <laughs> County and going to Los Angeles or going to San Diego and things like that, you're kind of in a good central location exactly. where you still get to yes. go explore all yes. these other areas. And there's areas. so many, yeah, exactly. Great point. Cause there's so many other cool, like those are the big hubs that everyone knows about, but there's so many other cool towns that we are around that historic districts. And it's just really, I didn't know that we were so close to Texas wine country either. So when we, (laughs) when we discovered that we definitely planned a trip there. So yeah, we're like an hour and a half away from 50 plus wineries. I saw you guys just picked up your, your champagne sparkling wine wine or wine member order or whatever I was like you go girl similar to like being in Orange County and being able to go to Temecula which I know yes I know you love so yeah that is Um, awesome but we vacationed here in April of 2021 and so we flew into Austin I happened to have a timeshare in New Braunfels that I didn't know about because I'm part of like a you can kind of go anywhere thing um so we stayed here it was the first weekend that you could go tubing and did that and then once we went into the downtown area and there's this historic district called Green we were just like sold it was very similar to orange and the orange circle and um so it kind of felt like home without the price tag so (laughs) amazing that's the best part yeah so um but the actual move was insane and I do not recommend and I already am telling my husband I will not move out of state again oh my gosh you guys had the craziest move story like wild I know it was insane I'm like unless a company is sponsoring it and handling all the logistics themselves that is not for me (laughs) no so yeah I mean it's just it's it's interesting um 
and I'm curious what your listeners will say or think, but the moving industry itself is a total scam, like complete and total scam. I have heard story after story where basically you hire them at a certain rate and the day that they come in to move you, um, it doubles, triples sometimes. And when you're talking, you're already talking about five figures, doubling that is like a kick in the pants. Right. Um, and I've heard a story where it was actually six figures that got doubled and Oh my gosh, that was the week we were moving, but there's nothing you can do. They come in there and they say, well, actually it's going to be this much and your back is against the wall. What are you supposed to do? You just, yeah, you're moving. Yeah. You have, you have to just go with it because it's like, okay, well, I, I could call all these other companies, but what if they don't, you know, you have to be out at a certain date, you're planning on being at your new home on a certain day, and you think you have all your ducks in a row and they just kind of jab you with that. So that was like number one. And then uh, crazy, crazy part number two, I guess you could say is that we leave at 3.30 a.m. on the day that we're planning on driving and we broke it up into two days and it's a 20 hour drive. And we have my bonus daughter, Peyton, my mom, the dog, my husband, uh, a good amount of our shit still, because we were, as they were doubling our quote, we were like, what can we take off of this truck <laughs> to like, alleviate a bit of the money, right? Um, and so we have a trailer, we have an expedition, and then my mom has an SUV. And so we're like heading out. And not even 20 miles down the road, our expedition's transmission blows and we are, we are out of commission. So that was just defeating. (laughs) Like that had to feel like such a defeating feeling. Like what is going on right now? Yeah. (laughs) But also, but also at the time you probably also felt like, okay, well, you know, they doubled our quote, our transmission blew, like what can go wrong now? Right. Well, yeah, turns out more can go wrong. <laughs> totally. Exactly. So I am normally in those situations, uh, probably the hottest mess. Right. But I, I remember specifically getting out of the car and this is what I teach, you know, in my coaching, like solution oriented badasses. So I get out of the car and I'm like, what is the solution? We already know the problem. We can sit around here and, you know, head in our hands and cry about it and scream about it. But what is the solution? We have a deadline. We have to like be, we don't have anywhere to live in this state anymore. (laughs) So we have to be there. Uh, But yeah, that just kind of like the rental car situation went crazy. We ended up getting um, flat tires as we kept driving. Uh, Our stuff was supposed to be delivered on a certain day and the truck, the semi truck that our stuff was on caught fire. I mean, you just, what what else? (laughs) Right, right. You just, you you can't make this shit up. Yeah, You you can't. Exactly. So, um, but once we were here and settled um, for the first time and we're able to take a breath and our stuff was actually inside of our house and we unpacked it and minimal damage, um, thankfully, because they give you pennies for replacing anything. Oh my Um, gosh. Yeah, it's a, it's a total scam. Um, So, but once we got to take the breath, and enjoy our city it's it's been worth it but the uh (laughs) here was rocky it was but it's just looked like you've had so much fun like I told you I'm like you need to save a highlight like to your stories because first of all there's people that travel and other like high expense living places are considering moves to places that are less expensive so I'm like all the information you share, like, I don't have a huge desire to move right now, but like at some point, if I can't keep up in California, like that might be an option. And I'm like, 
it's just the cutest place. Like I never would have thought I would ever want to live in Texas, but I'm like, it's so cute. Like, so no plans to move, but it's save the highlight. If I decide to move sometime <laughs> that I, I can go back and refer. You're but not no, leaving too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it seems like there's like a fair or a carnival or an event or a beer festival or a Christmas tree lighting or something all the time. And it just looks like such a big, like community oriented city where like, maybe not so small that everybody knows everybody, but just it has that community feeling kind of like the city of orange does in a way. Totally. Yeah. So one of the best things I did right off the bat was I found every new Braunfels Facebook group I could find that wasn't trying to like sell me something. Right. So it's local groups, event groups. Uh, there's more live music in New Braunfels than there is in Austin. So there's like a whole page dedicated to all the places that have live music every night of the week, you can go see live music. And so getting, you know, intertwined in all of that and then finding events through there. And then just the community itself has, similar to orange that does the international street fair right that's a big deal and everybody looks forward to it the same type of thing happens here but it's like a national holiday they close <laughs> down the school like there's no school that day everybody's in imagine just the circle with everybody there and a parade and then the county fair is you know, a mile down the road and everybody goes there after and there's a rodeo and the whole thing. But there's how I've sort of made connections and just found people in the community is through these groups, which is amazing. That's awesome. It's so much fun to watch. And I'm going to be so excited because I know you mentioned your bonus daughter. You have a bonus daughter, Peyton or P for anybody that has followed you for a while. Um, and she is coming this Saturday to come spend all the holidays and her Christmas break with you. So what are you looking forward to the most um, when P comes? Oh my gosh. I just am excited to hug her. So it's yeah, our goal when we made this decision, obviously not an easy one to make um, as Peyton is doing school in California still. Um, that we would see her at a minimum every other month, you know, every two months kind of thing. And so it's just really hard in that time being away from her. And she was elated that we were coming to Texas, like so excited. She, we have talked about these goals forever and not necessarily in Texas, but just like having a farm and she wants to have goats and she wants to have pigs and she wants that whole, you know, farm ranch. Yes. Will. And it's like, that's what we're working towards here is to have property that we can build on and, and, and do all of that. And so She's so excited to be here in the summer and spent time here. And we went on every lake river you could imagine. Uh, swimming holes are a thing. <laughs> are you there, Taylor? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, okay. Let's, she'll, she'll edit it a little bit. Okay. So let's pick up um, where P was being vulnerable with you guys. Okay. So she asked us. Um, hey, I don't want to FaceTime tonight. Can we just talk on the phone? And that really to me was like a triggered some something is wrong. And so I'm like, no, we FaceTime because that's how we get to see each other. That's the only way we get to see each other. And so she was vulnerable and said that it sometimes is harder because when she gets off the phone, she misses us more and things like that. And so we had a really open conversation, but that was that pushed me into like, okay, we need to do more. We've been, we text every day. Daddy texts every morning. Like she gets a good morning. I love you. Text every morning. We text every day. We FaceTime all of that stuff, you know, constant pictures of what we're doing out here and missing her and packages to her. But I'm like, we need to do more. And so I really kind of reached out to the gram. I was like, Hey, 
anything that can work for, I guess, like a long distance relationship or you're far away from your grandparent or something could work in this scenario too. And so we got some really good ideas and we're implementing some new stuff to just, so she has pieces of us in California. Um, and then our really big thing is that she always knows the next time she's going to see us unless it's a surprise one. Yes. Knows like she always has that date. Like I know when I'm going to see daddy again. So you said you actually like made her a little calendar that she can like cross off the days kind of to like, okay, I'm getting closer to, you know, when I go visit daddy and Taylor, they come visit me, which is super cute. I remember being a kid. And I think all three of us are similar with our like calendar planner obsessions and like organizing. <laughs> like, do you guys both remember like calendars need cross off days till your vacation or like when school starts or ends or whatever? Yes, like, I'm still a fan of a countdown. <laughs> yes. So I'm sure she's going to love that. But I'm I'm sure it's, you know, it's it's not the same. You don't see her every single week or whatever, however often your um, situation was before. So it's obviously going to be an adjustment and it's not going to be the same. Um, but I think you guys are doing so good at staying connected to her. And it's so much fun, like watching her come with you on that whole crazy adventure in the summer. And then basically she got to spend like half, wasn't it like her whole summer or like half yeah. the summer mm-hmm. there? So it's just so fun, like seeing her get to like experience that with you too. And then just the effort you're making to make sure you see her regularly and stay connected. It's not easy to stay connected with anyone, like a friend, a family member that doesn't live close. So, you know, being, you know, your stepdaughter and Dustin's daughter, like it is really important to stay connected and you do such a good job with that. So I know there are people out there that are in similar situations. So it's really nice that you share that because I think there's a lot of people that are in kind of like that bonus mom situation where there, there's not a lot of people that do share, you know, the highs and the lows and the easy parts and the hard parts. So it's nice that you kind of always shared a little bit of that. I think you like do draw people into you that are in similar situations. Thank you. Yeah. How has been Taylor moving to like I mean, I can't imagine being, living somewhere your whole life, having your community and your friendships and everything like that. And you've like built like, especially I feel like the last three to five years, you've built like a huge community. And then um, to just like uproot your life and move away, how has been the adjustment of like making friends in a new place? I know um, I've seen you connecting with your neighbors, which is amazing. I think like one of the best feelings ever is like ending up in a neighborhood where like you love your neighborhood and your neighbors. I know you've been finding like CEO retreats to go to and things like that. Like, do you have any tips on what's worked with you and like kind of what are you doing to kind of get yourself your own community in a new place? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's so weird because if you would have told 2019 Taylor that she was moving out of state, I would have probably had an even bigger meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was this weird, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it was this weird transition of kind of getting used to only seeing people every so often um, and used to like more texting or phone calls. And I think a big part of, you know, 2019, 18 Taylor was um, the cycle studio and that community and all of that. And so it kind of sort of in a really horrible way, like eased me into it (laughs) of seeing so true community less. Um, And then I'm also very fortunate that a lot of my community is um, in what I do for a living, right? My coaching um, that, you know, they say, if, if you want something to happen or be built, like, and you don't see it done, like do it yourself. And that's kind of what I did. And so I get a lot out of that too. But uh, as you mentioned, I, we, in this household are very fortunate for the exact location that we moved. Uh, Our immediate neighbors on night four, we were coming home 
uh, very late with in and out because you know <laughs> California. Uh, and so you could take the girl out of California, it, but you can't take in and out away from her. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and so we were coming home and the neighbor was like, Hey, come meet the other neighbors. And we stayed out till, you know, 2 AM just shooting the shit with our neighbors. And that was sort of a bonding experience right off the bat. And then I voluntold Dustin to do something for one of our other neighbors. And he earned a lot of brownie points for that. It was a two day barbecue cookout and Dustin built stuff for him and did all this stuff for him. And so ever since then, I mean, even tonight they dropped off dinner and that's like a normal thing. And when I was baking my pies for uh, entering into the county fair, because that's like a very, you know taylor texas thing to do now i guess Uh, (laughs) absolutely yeah uh you know i had them taste test them and so that's been really cool but as far as building my community beyond neighbors uh it's really been from getting out there like i said with the events and things like that and very early on when i would learn something uh, through a Facebook group, if somebody else was asking that, I'm like commenting on it. And so even month one, I think I was the highest <laughs> rated like contributor in a New Braunfels Facebook group. Like, bitch, you're one month in. Why are you asking all these questions? But everybody's like, who is this chick? Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, my She's name. She's new, but we know her. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So my name kind of got out that way and then different events that were happening, I would just go and whether it was by myself or with somebody else, but I would just go. And so I've met business owners and um, from that and that kind of like has snowballed into other things. And then I've also been very fortunate that people that I've met along my journey that are from here have also said, hey, Taylor's close by you should meet and that is how the CEO retreat kind of came to be and and that's really cool because now I have other business owners to you know talk business with I love that I love that too it's amazing like just what you've done to like and you still have so much to do I mean you're like you've only been there four months I can't do math very well three four three four five yeah. Okay. So under, under six months, like, you know, you're, you haven't even lived there a full year. You haven't even made it through all the seasons yet, but like what you've done in those five months to kind of like, just establish your life there and put yourself out there. I think that's like the hardest part for people to do because people have different levels of like anxiety or, or whatever, when it comes to like meeting people as an adult, it's so much scarier to like put yourself out there as an adult, as it is to be like a kid and just go like, Hey, you want to play with me? Um, but like just the fact that you've, you know, part of moving to a new city, if you want to meet people and explore your city and learn your city and, you know, learn the ropes or whatever is like going to every event that they have and doing what the locals do and eating where the locals eat and everything like that. So just the fact that you guys have put yourself out there like so much and just dive, you know, dove right into new Braunfels, like it's like if anyone followed you today, they'd never guess that you just moved there five months ago. Like you seem like you've lived there your whole life. (laughs) So true. True. Yes. I'm proud of you. You pronounced it correctly too. Very proud of you. I I didn't want to be the one to say it in the beginning because I was worried about mispronouncing it. So that's why I was like, say the name of the city. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There's like a, a local here made a song about it because people, for some reason, they add another S. So they say New Bronze Fools. Oh. So there's a whole YouTube like song about how there's no extra S in New Bronze Fools. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's if funny. I can think of that, I'll never mess it up again. <laughs> yeah, now that it's in my head, I'm going to mispronounce it that way the rest of my life. So, <laughs> um, so no, in addition to the move, you always have some kind of like goal in front of you too, usually multiple, but you usually like really focus on like something to share, like with your audience. So I don't necessarily think it's a goal as much as a hobby with your, uh, cooking through 
Giada, like you're doing this, you bought a cookbook, Giada de... Yeah, What's yeah. Her last? Yeah. yeah, whatever her last name is. You bought her cookbook and you're, cu- you're cooking through the cookbook and you're sharing those in reels, which is really fun. But you do have like a running goal too. So you decided I want to be a runner and you've started to run and running's not easy. I decided I wanted to be a runner early on in the pandemic when I thought we were just going to be home a couple of weeks and ran once and like couldn't move my hips. So I was like, I'm not running ever again in my entire life. So <laughs> So how did you decide I have a, I want to be a runner. I'm going to start a running goal. And like, like, how, like, how did that come up and how is that going? Like, how are your hips? So it's more my knees than hips actually. Okay. Um, but I had this crazy idea that I wanted to run a marathon. A marathon? That I have only told my vision board party people and um no one else yes yet so spoiler yeah you heard it here first hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other people now right (laughs) um so yeah I came up with this crazy idea that I want to run a marathon and I texted one of my best friends named Brea and I said hey I have this crazy idea and it sounds I don't even know how to say it out loud because it sounds that crazy. And she's like, what is it? And I said, I want to run a marathon. And she said, oh my gosh, me too. (laughs) And so we're like, great, let's be psychos together. Oh my God, Um, I was just going to say, so I have two psycho friends. Got it. (laughs) Um, So then we got on a Zoom call and we were like, okay, if we do this a year from now, and we've been doing it for, we've been running for about a month. Um, if we do this a year from now, so November of 2022, then how do we kind of back up our training to take up a whole year? And we mapped it all out. And so, yeah, that is, that's the end goal is to, we don't care how long it's going to take. We're just like, we just want to finish right before they start. Cause they, if you take too long, they will like scoop you up and be like, we're Oh yeah. They will throw you in the back of a van. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So our goal is to not get scooped up. Uh, (laughs) They don't want to be those girls. The party taking down the cone. Yeah, exactly. Nobody (laughs) play like that Oscar music to like get us off the stick. Um, so how many many miles is a marathon? Isn't it like 26 miles? Yes. Yeah. That's like more than my round trip commute to work. It's insane. (laughs) That's a lot of miles, girl. It is. It is. Have you guys picked, uh, have you picked what marathon you want to do? Uh, so we're actually looking at one in big bear in November of 2022. How fun. Big, Big bear, California. Oh yeah, Big Bear, California. We'll have to so, come cheer her on. You get ready for oh, that marathon get... after party. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a marathon and then at a higher elevation. Like you guys are just like yes. going all for it. Right, definitely. Um, there's that aspect, but also this particular marathon series is known for at least like half of the marathon is downhill. So it kind of... <laughs> It so helps there's a, little a method bit. to our madness. Um, <laughs> I like it. But yeah, which also brings its own set of um, challenges because running downhill, you know, to more pressure on different parts of your body. So, um, but yeah, right now it's just like every week taking it as far as we can. So, and training as much as we can and And what's interesting is I talked to somebody about it recently who said they had the same goal too, but, um, and something I did not consider is that it wasn't a physical thing that stopped them from doing it. It's that at some point your training takes hours a day because you're just running every day for multiple hours. And so, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's good to to think ahead of, okay, during this time of the year. Uh, But also I need to remind you that I live in Texas and I cannot run here in the summer. So (laughs) outside at least. I was going to say, I was like, how are you going to train it in the summer when it's like hot as hell, humid as hell. 
Oh, totally. So I'm asking Santa for a treadmill. <laughs> Way to go. I love how you did that. I think the louder you talk, the easier it is for Santa to hear you. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you shouted that I didn't out. Know Santa lived, I didn't know Santa lived in Texas. <laughs> this is where he vacations. You didn't yeah. know her? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I hadn't even thought that far about the point of the training. Like if you're going to run 26 miles in November of 2022, then like you kind of have to be able to do that. Like, yeah, that would take hours. Like how does anybody do? Yeah. Treadmill is going to be your best friend for that. Right. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> Where are you at right now? Like how many, like what's the most miles you've run in like one take or whatever um, as of November or where are we? December, 2021. Yeah. Uh, so I just hit two miles. Congrats. Exciting. Thank you. I was like, oh, I should have to do this 13 more times. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. You know what, Taylor, you also need to get one of those, um, the treadmills that are just, it's just the treadmill and you put it under your desk and then you get the oh. standing desk and you could just run and work, run and work. <laughs> oh, little hamster life. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to do nothing exactly. except for run the rest of your life. You're just always going to be running. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, just coaching calls out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like dripping in sweat on your coaching calls, just like panting and like water bottles going everywhere going on the run with me yeah no that's funny that's so awesome so speaking of goals like we said you always have a goal that you're like sharing on Instagram and it's fun for people to like follow along whether it was the grit cycle you know standing up the whole ride or riding the podium or your um running goal or whatever you are the goal boss. Like you are known in these parts as the goal boss, like the motivation queen, like, you know, how to pump people up, fire them up, like make them, you know, if they're thinking negative thoughts, you know, how to spin that and have them, um, you know, think a different way. And you've always been that person for both Laura and I, like, we've always said that about you. Um, so we thought like perfect timing for having you on the podcast. This episode is going to be airing like a few days before new year's. When everybody's thinking about goal setting and am I going to do resolutions or not? So we thought, what better person to have come on to like pump us up about goal setting and resolutions, all of that jazz than you. So what do you have for us today going into the new year, Taylor? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. I love you guys. Thank you. We love you. So I think what I would start with is, and I've been uh, thinking about this as well as I've been creating content for my group for January, is to listen to your life now. Like be aware of the now, not how it used to be and not necessarily going straight to what your exact goal is, but what can you add, subtract, in your life right now, right? So if I were to tell you two years ago that I was going to run a marathon, like absolutely no way. (laughs) Um, Where my life right now dictates that I can have that sort of goal because I do have one, I have more time. I don't have day-to-day certain responsibilities that I did have as when I was um, day-to-day bonus mom, or when we were caretaking for Dustin's grandfather, like things like that, right? So you have to listen to your life now. What are you capable of now? Reflecting on what's working for you already, what's not working for you. Is there a natural rhythm happening for you in certain areas that you don't really need to focus in that area, you can turn your capacity or space towards a different area, right? But like listening to what's happening in your life now. Also, I think a lot of us think like, oh, I just got to make a plan where like your plan is different than what your strategy is. 
So what I call a plan is for you to call your shot, right? Gonna say what you're gonna do. What are you gonna put out there? Are you going to grow this podcast to X amount of downloads next year or X amount of countries next year or whatever it is, right? Like you can call your shot, but your strategy is like, how are you breaking that down? What are the exact steps that you're taking? Are you making more TikToks? Are you going live on Instagram? Are you getting more guests that would give you um, different, you know, listenership, but breaking it into milestones that make sense for you, right? And then something I teach a lot of the time is that we're always looking to go from zero to a hundred real quick, right? Real fucking quick. Real quick. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we want it and we want it now and we're ready. We're hungry when the, this time of year, right? But it's like, what if you gave it, gave yourself grace to go 70% of the time? Like I genuinely teach my paying clients. I teach them don't go a hundred. Do not. I, there is no expectation to go to a hundred because you will still get there at 70% and you won't care how long it takes you to get there. As long as you fucking get there. Right. Amen. If you can just pull back a little bit to where you don't have these insane expectations of yourself that what if you did track 70% of your week? What if you did work, you know, give your workout 70% effort, like, but you did that consistently that would add up to so much more than going a hundred percent on a Monday and then, you know, fading out during the week. Right. So that's definitely something that I teach often. And just like those small, simple changes, because the things, the thing is, if you make things more attainable, it builds your confidence. I'm going to drink water this week. I'm going to write five blogs this month. I'm going to, but something small that is attainable. As soon as you hit that, you're, you're feeling confident. You're feeling good. You're like, oh, what can I add to this? Right. Uh, And then something I want to leave you with towards the end here is just that everything doesn't matter equally. And so even as a goal boss in 2021, I had crazy amounts of goals that when you're moving out of state, things get like off, off the grid, right? Things start to matter less. And you just have to understand that even though we have, you know, we want to hit all these different goals, we want our family to be involved in our life and we want to build relationships and we want to, um, you know, fun and adventure and health and wellness and all of that. It's like everything doesn't have to matter equally and different seasons in your life, different seasons throughout the year, things will matter more. Maybe you decide that this year, your health and wellness does matter more, that you've built, you know, these relationships that are just kind of moving and shaking and you don't have to put a lot of extra effort into it, if you will, right? And then you start there and you just add, you don't necessarily need more time, you just need more focused time. I love that. And I think I really like what you said about the 70% thing, because I I can be one of those people that it's like all or nothing, you know, we're like, even honestly, even 50% would be more than 0% throughout the week. You know, we're like, for example, for the Peloton, I'm a part of that hardcore on the floor. I talk about all the time, Facebook group where they post, like, it's like a 10 minute core workout, another 10 minute, whatever body part they're on that day. And then a 20 minute. And then after that, I'm like, I bought the Peloton. So I also want to do like at least a 20 minute Peloton ride. And like, sometimes that can be overwhelming where you're like, that's an hour. Like I know to some people, an hour of a workout is like just part of their day. It's not every day for me. Like sometimes an hour feels so overwhelming where if I don't think I can do all of that, then I do none of it. Whereas if I just got on the bike for 20 minutes or just did the 10 minute core, another 10 minute, that's still like, yeah, it's not a hundred percent of what I've put in my mind of what hundred percent is, but it's still something which is better than nothing. So I, I really, really love that 70% advice because I think it's so easy for people to be 
all or nothing with their goals. And it doesn't always have to be all or nothing with your goals. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I think having that mentality is just like giving yourself that grace too. like where, because you're like, okay, today I'm not able to reach that hundred percent. It doesn't mean just throw in the towel and not do it. Like what can you do that would still be working towards that goal? Even if it's not everything you wanted to do that day. Exactly. So I think, I think that's a really, really good thing to take, take with us in the new year as we kind of like figure out what we want to do and how we want to be just better in the new year, whether that's health, wellness, business, I mean, anything. Right. We all out here just trying to be a little bit less of a mess. Right. (laughs) Each and every one of us. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. No. So if, if you guys liked that little bit of motivation right now, which I swear everything that comes out of Taylor's mouth is motivating and gets you to like, think a different way about something. Um, I'm going to let her plug everything right now, but make sure you follow her on her social media. You can look into her membership group, which is amazing. You get like a million times what she just gave us now. Um, so Taylor, go ahead and plug all of your stuff so that everyone can follow you everywhere. Thank you. Uh, so I can be found on pretty much all social media at Taylor Made Tasty, uh, And then I have a few different ways that you can work with me. So I do have one-on-one clients. I have my team quit quitting monthly membership. And then I also do workshops and group coaching that I launch throughout the year. So, but um, if you follow me on Instagram, I promote it all there. And if you're part of my email list, I also send out reminders there too. So it was awesome of you to come on again. Thank you very much. But before we leave, we can't leave without doing our flavor of the week. Absolutely. We definitely get in one flavor of the week. So Laura, you want to hit it? Flavor of the week. All right, Taylor, we'll let you kick it off. What is your flavor of the week? Okay, so tiny little bit of backstory is one of the things as I'm trying to adult uh, is I kind of want to come into my own style, like fashion style. And um, I know we're, we're all on a wellness journey here. So for so many years, it was like all black everything, right? And then as I started to get a bit more confident, I was adding color and things like that. And so I just kind of have wanted to get a clear defined, what is Taylor's style? If I'm going to go into the store, like what would I pick out of here? And so I've started to wear, it sounds so funny because I feel like an old lady, but um, <laughs> uh, neckerchiefs. So it's like, imagine a bandana just like wrapped around your neck in a sort so of cute. Yeah, like scarf-esque way. And so that's Love my it. favorite of the week. Oh my God. I love it so much. You are going to have to send us a picture of you in a neckerchief so we can add it to our flavor of the week um, graphic we do because I can already see it on you. Like I can already see that fitting your style and just being like, so Taylor. Yeah. And nobody will think anything of it. It will just, (laughs) it's so cute. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Laura, what is your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week is, um, I don't know. I think I got this like probably two years ago now. Um, It is the Revlon One Step Hair Dryer and Volumizer Hot Airbrush. Oh, that's a lot. Um, (laughs) If I remember correctly, I believe Taylor is a fan of this as well. I am. And if I remember correctly, Stephanie's a loser who gave up on it after one use. Yeah, hated it. Sorry, you were like, I don't get it. My hair's frizzy. What is this thing? Why does it still look <laughs> wet and greasy? But like, it works on literally everyone but me. So I think it's user error there. I that's why I think you needed to give it more of a shot because I like the best is like I get out of the shower, I can let my hair air dry for like a while, so it gets to like that seventy percent, eighty percent dry. And then I finish it off with this and it feels like I got like a fresh blowout. It's just, it's everybody that I see that talks about it and like, 
you know, shows you a tutorial, everybody's hair looks perfect. It is definitely user error for me, but I want to give it another try because I see everybody with these like amazing blowouts from it and stuff. And isn't it only like 25 or 30 bucks too? Yeah, they bear. I think at the time they were like 40 bucks or so, but I always see them on sale. I think you can get them more in that 20 to $30 range from like Target, Amazon, Kohl's. I know I see them like everywhere. Um, but yeah, I'm determined. I'm going to do it to your hair one time. So you can make <laughs> yes. you a believer. Give me, give me a blowout and make me a believer. <laughs> that sounded right, really Steph. bad. <laughs> what, what's your flavor of the week, Steph? Um, my flavor of the week is another Trader Joe's item, but maybe a little bit unexpected. So it's my flavor of the week is Trader Joe's greeting cards. Like they don't get the hype that they deserve. They are 99 cents. They change 99 freaking cents. You go to Target to buy a greeting card. Good luck getting out of there for under like six bucks for a greeting card. They're Uh 99 cents. Every time you go in, like they're like hand, not hand painted, but like hand designed by like actual artists and stuff. So every time you go in, they have different cards. You're never going to find like the same ones every single time. They have it for every occasion, every holiday. Did I mention they're 99 cents? <laughs> they're the best. It's I so don't, true. I they're don't so leave true. Trader Joe's without cards. Like, even if I don't need cards, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to grab like two birthday cards because you always need birthday cards and then you have it and you don't have to worry about last minute going to the store. Yeah. The problem I have with cards is it's like, I would rather spend five or six more dollars towards your gift and then yes. write you a nice note in like a blank note card or spend a dollar like because spending a dollar on a greeting card totally worth it to me like and I love just keep buying the ones that are like blank or ones that are like for just like friendship or thinking of you and stuff because it's just nice to be able to like when you think of it to like send somebody a card out of nowhere and just like because who doesn't love getting like a little snail mail exactly and some of their cards are so cute that I've actually bought them like with the intention not to give away, but to actually like put in a picture frame and like display in my entryway or whatever. So they're that cute for a dollar. I'm telling you, don't leave Trader Joe's without greeting cards from now on. You heard it here first. (laughs) I echo all of that. I have framed cards. Peyton has framed cards. And yeah, it's just like, why, why are you spending the sick or some of them get it into $14? Cause it, you know, ridiculous. It is, yes. it is such a good deal. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys. Well, thank you all for joining us for this wonderful episode. Thank you so much, Taylor, for being a guest today and really kicking us off for the end of 2021 and going into 2022. Um, Join our Facebook group if you haven't, Club Wine Over Matter. You can get links to all of our socials and our flavor of the weeks and the details of the episode. Um, If you listen on Apple or if you have an iTunes account, please go leave us a review as a wonderful Happy New Year gift to us. We appreciate it. Uh, Give us a follow on Instagram if you don't already. Uh, We are at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again, Taylor. It was so much fun having you back. And we will see you guys all at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.